Want to be heard on the non-stop radio show? Send us your submissions in MP3 format at Let's Network Musical.ly 212 at gmail.com. This is Non-Stop Radio. Need to boost your career? Looking for a radio booking agent or a publicist? How about a public and artist relations and development extraordinaire? Look no further. Globally, we got a writer and journalist, MJ Savino, representing MJ's Hip Hop Connects. Your one-stop shop for promotion, marketing, artist relations, and artist development. Contact us for a complete list of services, prices, and packages. Follow MJ's Hip Hop Connects on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and SoundCloud at MJ's Hip Hop Connects, and that's C-O-N-N-E-X. Serious inquiries only. You're rocking with the hottest underground hip-hop and R&B show on this side of the net. This is Non-Stop Radio. Oh yeah, ladies and gentlemen, it's time to turn those radios up when you hear my voice when your speakers out there, folks. You're now tuned into the hottest hip-hop and R&B show this side of the net. Show. Sure. 
non-stop radio show. Non-stop hip-hop. The hottest underground hip-hop and R&B show on this side of the net. You said you wanted something real, well here I am, baby You've been let down times before, but this is different I ain't had it, trying to hurt you, I'm for real, babe It ain't nothing in these streets, already been there Ooh, I want that late night cuddle Stare in each other's eyes while love goes further Tell me your secrets and they're mine forever We'll never cheat or lie, just trust, baby, boy If you want that, I ain't going no of your heart just don't give up yet Ooh, i wanna kiss so deeply get lost while making love until we're sleepy creating memories of just you and me babe i'll carry life for you forever and i mean if you want it i ain't going nowhere if you want it i ain't going underground hip-hop and r&b show on this side of the net don't touch that dial just yet ladies and gentlemen we got a whole lot more in store for you coming your way but up next we got Kariah Brene along with Zay Star with one and only and be sure to keep it locked right here because joining us tonight we got the miss Lynn Davis in the house it's the non-stop radio show folks this is non-stop radio That thing you feel like We gon' go into the moonlight 
The hottest underground hip-hop and R&B show on this side of the net. Want to be heard on the non-stop radio show? Send us your submissions in MP3 format at Let's Network Musical.ly 212 at gmail.com. This is Non-Stop Radio. Need to boost your career? Looking for a radio booking agent or publicist? How about a public and artist relations and development extraordinaire? Look no further. Globally, we got a writer and journalist, MJ Savino, representing MJ's Hip Hop Connects. Your one-stop shop for promotion, marketing, artist relations, and artist development. Contact us for a complete list of services, prices, and packages. Follow MJ's Hip Hop Connects on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and SoundCloud at MJ's Hip Hop Connects, and that's C-O-N-N-E-X. Serious inquiries only. The non-stop radio show. Non-stop hip-hop. The hottest underground hip-hop and R&B show on this side of the net. Trish strikes, but you only get two. Might be out of time. You think that you're different, don't you? Lucky you, you're just what I like. If you don't look, you give me, give me, give me, give me. When I make that booty shimmy shimmy You gotta wanna go for me It's a go for me You know I got all this love, oh baby But you're like I'm crazy If with me, I'm so wavy You know what I want? I want all this more Danger You look like a red light But you're looking like a right swipe Looking like my type Ooh. 
just my type. Danger, danger, danger. Everything I like so bad for me. But I'm sugar sweet, give him a cavity. The way you beat it up, call it battery. It could be pleasure all an agony. You know I got all this love, oh baby. But you're like some crazy. Radio with Emilio Eggball, the hottest underground hip hop and RB show on this side of the net. Ladies, gentlemen, everybody that's tuned in and listening right now, we want to say thank you for joining us once again here on this presentation as EJP Entertainment presents to you the artist in the spotlight segment here on the show. And then for those of y'all out there who is listening right now, you know this is the moment of our show where we are joined by our special guest. But first and foremost, if you haven't done so yet, be sure to follow us on IG at EJP underscore entertainment to stay up to date with everything related to EJP Entertainment. Ladies and gentlemen, we got a good one in store for y'all here today. If I must say so myself, it is definitely an honor, a privilege, and I'm just happy to have this next guest here joining us on the show. So ladies and gentlemen, if you will help me, please welcome to the show, the one and only Lynn Davis. Miss Davis, how is everything? How are you? Welcome to the show. I'm so happy to be a part of this show. Thank you for inviting me. Um, hi, everyone. I'm really pleased to be here. Thank you. You're absolutely welcome, and thank you. We are pleased to have you as well. And like I said, it is our honor to have someone with so much musical experience and so many great stories. I know that you have. So it is our honor to have you here and welcome you here to our show. And um, with that being said, you know, at the beginning, we like to give the guests the opportunity to introduce themselves, you know, tell themselves a little bit, you know, to the audience that's listening right now. So if you would, the floor is all yours. Well, my name is Lynn Davis, and I've been in the business for many years. I had the pleasure of coming into the business. Um, my mentor, George Duke, um, then went on to work with quite a few people um, on the road and in the studio. And um, I'm currently working on my album and just released one of the first singles, Can I Come Over? From Lynn Davis from the vault. Mm. Now, with that being said, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Did I cut you off? No, you didn't. Okay, no. cool. All right. So with that being said, you know, George Duke, 
the legendary George Duke for all of y'all out there who grew yeah. up listening to good music back in that time. You was a member of the George Duke band. You had the chance to work with, you know, some of the iconic, you know, musicians of our time, you know, in Marvin Gaye, Shaka Khan, Stevie Wonder. And you also wrote for Latoya Jackson as well. So like, first things first, I know a lot of people out there that's listening right now. They're interested to hear a lot of those stories because I'm sure they're listening like, Oh my gosh, you work with so many different people that are so well known throughout the industry and you're here on this show. So let's first start by asking you, like, how did you get introduced into this, you know, this lifestyle of wanting to be a singer and a performer? I, I've always wanted to sing. Uh, honestly, upon um, entering into the business, I don't really think that I ever said to myself, oh, I want to be uh, a session singer or recording artist. I just knew that I wanted to sing, mm -hmm. you know. And um, as I uh, prepared myself throughout, throughout my life, you know, doing talent shows and in school and going to auditions, um, I got a phone call. Um, I came home. My mom said, you have an audition with someone called George Duke. And I was like, oh, my God. Um, he had a song out called uh, Shirley, and it was like, the bomb. I love that song. So I called my best friend and we went to the auditioning and really just everything organically happened from there. Uh, once people um, hear your work and your name starts circulating, like I never had a manager or anything. So my gift really made room for me, you know, and I started working with Patrice and I then started getting called for a lot of different uh, studio background scene jobs and then um, being asked to go on tour you know with Stevie Marvin Yanni you know it just progresses you know on its own <laughs> <laughs> now you know um, there's one thing that wasn't included but one thing you know I went back and I looked up and I seen, you know, back when you was in high school, you was a member of the group mm -hmm. Shades of Love that happened to win the Hollywood Bowl competition as a member of that group. And you was the first vocal act to ever win that competition. So did you get that, you know, that uh, audition with George Duke based off of that or uh, that talent show? No, actually, that happened way before. Um, uh, Elaine Norwood, one of my best friends and I, we always sang together. My dad said, oh, you guys should do a duet. So we got together with uh, Mary Fell, who did like the arrangement for us at the Hollywood uh, Bowl and uh, the Battle of the Bands. And that's exactly what it usually was, a battle of the bands. Mm -hmm. And it was like the first time in their history that a vocal group won the the prize, you know, the grand prize that night. And um, when I think about it and how everybody started running down from the top, you know, down to the stage, that was such the, such a pivotal, pivotal point of um, just my imagination um, going wild about, oh, my goodness, this is no longer a possibility. This can be a reality. And I think a couple of years later is when I, um, got the call from George, and I really think the call from George came from my keyboard player at the time. We used to always go around and just do any and all auditioning that we knew of for plays, for going out on the road with people. And, you know, you got to think I was about 
don't know, 16 years old then. And um, after I got the audition with George, I was in the studio working with him with Raul de Souza. We were working on his album. And he heard me talking and he heard me mention my age. And he said, girl, you're too young to go on a, a club tour with me right now. <laughs> <laughs> so he called a year and a half later, you know, and that's when everything began. Mm. Now, at the age of 17, you was also, you know, the lead singer on one of the biggest records from the George Duke band called I Want You For Myself. And also including other, you know, hit songs such as Party Down and Thief of the Night. So to be a part of that experience, how did that feel for you at such a young age? You know, being around so many iconic people within the music industry at that time and being a part of some of the biggest records that came out in that era. It was a dream come true, and I was really humble and very quiet in those days. I knew that I was in a position, um, you know, that God put me in to learn, observe, and that's what I did. And um, I uh, learned from, you know, the, the great musicians in Dugu, uh, Ricky Lawson, Byron Miller, uh, Chelsea James. Uh, they had been in the business for a few years before me, so I was the, the the newcomer, and I watched and I learned. And I used to ask George, "When am I going to get to sing a song?" He said, "Just be patient, just be patient." He knew, he knew that I needed to, you know, just watch and uh, grow, and um, it was the perfect environment for it. Mm. I can only imagine just being around so many talented yeah. individuals. It really, really was amazing. Mm. Yeah. Now, you know, not only, you know, we mentioned the fact that you was able to work with George Duke and be a member of the George Duke band and also be featured on some of the, you know, biggest hits of that time. You also, we also mentioned that you've had the chance to work with the likes of Stevie Wonder, Marvin Gaye and Shaka Khan, even had the chance to, while you was on tour with Stevie Wonder, be able to, you know, sing a few duets with them. Now, how did that make you feel as a young up and coming singer in the music industry at that time? Oh my gosh, um, I had no idea when I was on the plane going to London that I was going to sing a duet with Stevie. He was at Marvin Gaye's memorial service, and um, he asked me about going to t on tour with him. And um, a few weeks later, he called, and I got on the plane, I go straight to sound check, and I find out he wants me to sing this duet with him. So I was, um, to say the least, I was honored, and uh, it was wonderful every night actually being able to sing with Stevie Wonder, you know, whom mm. I, you know, as a young girl, always listened and emulated his, his voice and his music is so part of who I am and my style of writing and singing. It was just incredible. Every time I think about it, you know, he was such a wonderful person as well, you know. Mm. He yeah. uh, sent me voice lessons, and Stevie was very nurturing and encouraging and just wonderful. Mm. To this day, are you still in contact with Mr. Wonder, or is that, you know, you guys, you know, speak, like, you know, occasionally? We just speak occasionally, okay. and um, I, I saw him the last time, unfortunately, um, 
unfortunately, at uh, James Ingram's uh, memorial. You know, um, I, 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 that's one of the things in the music business, you know, I, I think at this point in my life when I see people and I'm in a session, I'm more happy to see them than I am to really do the session, you know, because <laughs> you know, you know, yeah. you're like, wow, you know, my friends today, it's, it's awesome. Yeah. Now, you know, from that time, you know, when you first got started in the music industry up until now, you know, looking back at your discography, I'm like, wow, because I see that you have, you know, one studio album. You also have one live album. You was featured on 10 singles. You know, you have six soundtrack albums that you made appearances on 71 guest vocal appearances and 273 background vocals. Wow. Now, when I ask this next question, I would like to know. In, in today's standard, when it comes to the music industry, is that a lot of work right now? Or is that just something that, you know, like that was just the standard at that time to put out so much music? I think that probably right now the standard as a background singer is different mm-hmm. because the music is different. The artists that we work for are different now for background singers. I think a lot of singers now are doing a lot of road touring and singing with people, you know, behind people, as opposed to in our time, we had such an array of uh, talent in the jazz uh, genre and R&B. I did everything, uh, not just uh, soul music, but jazz and pop, classical, like with Yanni, we had more of a variety of people who, um, you know, really uh, valued what we brought to, you know, their their vision and their project. I don't think it's like that anymore. I think people are more self-contained. Mm-hmm. And um, if I'm honest, I don't think music is as quality now as it was. Then. Mm. That right there, I have to truly agree with you. <laughs> I said it. <laughs> yeah, I totally agree with you. <laughs> which is one of the reasons why I wanted to do my project now, because I miss turning on the radio and hearing real music, real songs, real soul, R&B music. So, mm. you know. Now, after having so much... Exp- I'm sorry. You know, I, I'm sorry. I was just saying, I, I felt like, you know, I had to take some responsibility in that and, and put out some music. Mm-hmm. And we appreciate yeah. that because, you know, like you said, like when we listen to today's music and it's not no knock on anybody because I understand that, you know, things I should say evolve. I don't want to say really progress because people have their, you know, opinions when it comes to the word progression in the music industry and very understandable because, you know, a lot of us think that some of the music isn't that good. And some of us think that the music today is great. I kind of find myself in between, but when it comes down to it, you know, you're right. A lot of the music out here today lacks substance. It doesn't really have a lot of, I don't know, it just seems rushed and just like everybody's trying to follow, you know, the, the, what they feel as though is working right now, uh, the trends and having, you know, being that you have so much experience from time back then when people was really different with the music industry up until now, what comparisons do you see that is similar to the tool? Well, I think that eventually everything does a 360 and I see some, um, artists out now like Bruno Mars that are actually going back 
um, capturing the essence of the sound of the 70s and 80s and mm-hmm. 90s. Because um, what else do they have to pull from? You know, mm-hmm. we, we had Stevie Wonder, Earth, Wind, and Fire. We had, we had the doo-wop groups. We had so much to pull from, you know. And I'm, I think that they're starting to realize how um, valuable um, that music was. And I think they're starting to incorporate in, uh, that into their sound. You know, I heard that uh, Beyonce even had like a Isley Brothers and tune on her latest uh, record and stuff. So I, I think that they're aware and they're starting to pull from and we want them to. We want them to, to take from us because that is what it is. That's what that circle of life and creativity is about. Mm-hmm. Now, let me ask you, you know, being that now you're making the transition from, you know, being a backup singer to pursuing your own solo career. Would you find this this, this tool, you know, your preparation for it? Would you find it different in your approach or is it sort of the same? It's just now everything is more so with you in the forefront and more so, you know, going about pursuing your own career solo. Well, being that it's uh, going through my own record company and this is my first solo project, it is nothing like the preparation that I've um, needed in the past. This is a whole new ball game for me. And um, because it's a different world with social media and being able to be an independent artist and really get your music out there and having so much artistic control and otherwise... I've had to learn every aspect of the business. And um, so it's it's very, um, it's, it's a lot. It's a lot of responsibility. Mm-hmm. But I love it. I'm enjoying it. <laughs> <laughs> now, is there very much of a difference from, you know, how the way the music business, you know, I'm saying business now because, you know, a lot of people fail to realize that the music industry and the music business is two separate things. So like, has the business in the music industry changed any much since, you know, back in those times up until now, or is it pretty much the same practices? I think it's pretty much the same practices business wise mm-hmm. from what I see and what I hear. I, I, you know, these 360 deals, I, I don't know. I, I mm-hmm. think it's gotten a tad bit worse, actually. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I agree. You know, <laughs> you know, I I encourage people who can go independent to go independent. Mm-hmm. You know, most of just to, to own your copyrights, to own your compositions, you know, your own your catalogs, and to not have to be subject to somebody um, in an executive position who may not be musically, artistically aware enough to know what it is that you're about unless they have someone to compare you to. You know, to be able to do that yourself and allow the people, the listeners to decide. I think that's that's very powerful and I think it's really needed. Mm. Absolutely. Maybe then... uh, Maybe then they'll start, you know, offering better deals, you know. Yeah, because, you know, a lot of people, the main thing they think about right now is when it comes to, like, you know, 
record deals. A lot of people, you know, it's still fresh in their mind, the situation with Summer Walker being that, you know, her contract situation where they're making all this money off of her, but therefore she's not making a lot of money. And, you know, a lot of people now are starting to become aware of these situations that is happening now with these younger artists getting signed into these deals. And then they pretty much are getting screwed over when it comes down to it. So like, you know, I like it when I see a lot of these artists that I like to go the independent route. But then again, you know, I yeah. understand why a lot of people do still want to get that distribution behind them. Absolutely. I understand that, too. And um, just as you were talking about this young lady, um, in my era, it was Tina Marie who was mm. who was singing, producing, writing, playing all these instruments and was on salary. I mean, it, you just can't understand. You can't wrap your head around that. What mm-hmm. is that about? You know, but um, she was young, and um, in order to be heard, um, you had to sign record deals. Mm. Now, let me ask you, you know, has the way artists getting paid, like, how does that work in the music industry? Because, you know, a lot of people think it's just like, you know, go there, it's like a job, and then you get paid a paycheck for, you know, like, saying, like, if you're doing hourly, hourly work, does it work like that? Or do you get paid off of, I would say, like, commissions, like, whatever the songs that you are involved in, the projects that you are involved in, depending on the sales, <laughs> determines how much you get paid. Is right. that true? Um, if you're doing a recording session for an artist, a major artist, um, it usually is a union uh, job. So if you're part of ACTRA or SAG, if it's a movie or a commercial, mm-hmm. you would uh, then be subject to being paid through the unions and thus their union uh, rates. Mm-hmm. Um, when you're on tour, it's really a negotiated price. It's very different. Mm. See that right there I never knew how You know It actually works As far as artists Getting paid Within the music industry Because I just thought That it was basically One of those things Where they just get paid Off of You know How well their record does I didn't know that There was You know So much You know When it comes to it Like leaps and bounds That you know Artists have to go through In order to get paid No there are Like when you do A movie like Lion King Or something like that You get residuals um, you know, every time the movie is played or a TV show is played or commercial is played, but you also get paid, you know, uh, retroactively on the day you uh, did your performance. Mm-hmm. But for years to come, as long as that um, work is on the radio or on television, you get play- paid every time it's played mm. or aired. Okay, that makes sense. The royalties and all that. Okay, I can understand that now. <laughs> and, you know, as we had mentioned earlier at the beginning of the show, October 14th, you released your single, which is out right now, Cannot Come Over, which is off of your newest album that you'll be releasing in 2023 called Len Davis from the Vault. Now, with that being said, like, how has the response been for you with Cannot Come Over? Oh, it's been so great. I'm so happy. Um, it's, uh, I'm getting so many different, um, so much feedback. People are so happy to hear, you know, um, adult, old school, you know, soul music, love, you know, romantic uh, sounds and stuff, you know, the Luther Vangelis, those, those kind of 
crooners and songs. We miss that. Mm-hmm. I'm saying that I wasn't the only one that missed that. You know, there's a lot of people that are just uh, commenting on it, and it, it, is, it is so reaffirming um, because they have felt the same void that I did. And I'm just very, very blessed, and I'm so full of gratitude. Um, it's being very well received. Mm, that's good because I was listening to it last night on repeat for a good 20 to 30 minutes. And the only thing oh, I could, what? I'm sorry. I said, Oh, wow. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> You're absolutely welcome. And I was listening to it for about, you know, 20 to 30 minutes on repeat. And one thing that just kept coming out to me, not only just the feel, because a lot of that music, you know, I grew up on listening to, I may not have known like the name of the artist or the song or whatever, but a lot of the music that I grew up, it reflects in the same song or whatever the case may be. And just listening to it, not only did I notice that, I also noticed the range in your voice. Like you have so much range with your voice and everything. So it's just like, it, it was really a breath of fresh air to listen to that kind of music because now you listen to a lot of the, you know, what is supposed to be love songs nowadays. It's over sexualized. And I'm like, it's okay for those who enjoy that. But some songs I like to listen to music that have a message such as, you know, really loving somebody, you know? Um. Gosh, I agree. I so agree. You just spoke my heart. You really did. You really, really did. It's like, where's the love? You know? Mm-hmm. So, I'll say this from the vault. We have so much more to come, and um, we're, we're bringing it back. We're going to do it, you know, and make it happen that people will have more of the same to listen to. Mm. Now, with from the vault coming out in 2023, do you have a release date in mind for it? Or is this just one of those things when you feel like it's ready, that's when you're going to put it out, but you just know that for sure that is going to come out in 2023. Yes. We know for sure it will be out at the uh, early part of 2023. I don't have a solid date yet, Mm -hmm. but um, it'll be out by summer. Okay. Now with, you know, artists of your pedigree now, when they, pick out release dates and this is something I was always been curious about but I never really asked the question is there some kind of significance that goes about it when you know an artist that has worked in the industry and has so much experience is there like a significance when they pick release dates or they just you know pick it you know because it's you know I should say personal to the artist I'm really learning the same um, the question applies for me too I'm learning a lot solo artist now that I didn't know um, why it's important to release at certain times and um, so I think there is some some uh, some information in regards to that that's important but for me I really have just been going with God's flow when I feel like he's saying okay it's time I, it's and it's just been working mm. so uh, we're finishing up, you know, a few of the songs and just projecting and telling you what my projection is. I think it's going to happen before summer, but I'm also open to uh, my PR people, other people that I uh, go to for advice to advise me. And, um, like we had a Christmas song that I was going to put out and I just thought it was a little bit too soon. Um, right after, uh, can I come over? So we're just going to release the book. 
Uh, I'm sorry, I didn't mention that earlier, but that's what's next. Uh, a book that I wrote is kind of like a testimonial, not more, it's more of a testimonial than a memoir of the business. So that's what's coming next. And the top of the next year will um, come out with Lynn Davis from the Vault. But yeah, there are significant times for people that want to be, um, to get their music in for Grammy consideration. You know, there's certain times of the year where the record business starts to shut down around the holidays. Mm-hmm. Not maybe a good time to release, you know, new stuff. But that's all that I know. I'm learning too. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's one thing. I'm is one of the good things about the music industry and the business together is that there's so much to learn that you can't just sit there and say that you know everything because you always are going to find out something new one way or another. Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. Now, you mentioned your book, and for those of you out there that is listening right now, the book is called Above Circumstances. Now, with that, is it possible you can give us like a little bit of a, you know, an insight? I heard you say that it's not, you know, it's like a memoir, but it's not technically a memoir. It's more like a testimonial. Like, what can readers, you know, expect when they go to open your book for the first time? They can expect to receive uh, information about real-life situations and uh, circumstances surrounding those situations Mm -hmm. and how, as a woman um, in the business and a a principled woman, a Christian woman, an uncompromising person, um, can, um, can conduct themselves. You know, I, I learned a lot going through at such a young age. I, I think that anyone that's aspiring to be in the music business um, will enjoy this read um, because it can also be, in some instances, uh, things that I talk about, a cautionary, mm-hmm. you know, uh, conduct yourself and what to look for and what to be careful of mm-hmm. and respond in certain situations as it relates to your uh, career. And I think it's, it came from a place of me really wanting to share the things that uh, were challenges to me that, you know, uh, were hurtful to me that were, um, you know, but, but it was all a growth uh, thing for me. Mm. And I'm, I'm hoping that, They'll, they'll get those messages when they read it. Sounds very interesting. And it sounds like one I'm going to want to read as well. So for those out there who would like to get it when it's available, how can we do that? We have to go to Amazon or we can just go to, you know, your website to get it. How can we, you know, get you our can, hands on it? You can go to my website, www.lindavismusic.com. And um, it's going to be an ebook. And it'll be available there. And I'm sure there'll be other platforms, but that information will be on my website. Cool. And, you know, I always like to ask, you know, artists, especially because, you know, on this platform, we tend to get a lot of up and coming artists. But being that you're somebody that's, you know, we consider you a vet when it comes down to it, because, you know, you have so much more experience than a lot of us right now. that's even in this space when it comes down to it, you know, you have done a lot already throughout your career. as far as like touring and working with some of the best in the industry, what's next for Lynn Davis? Like, what do you hope to accomplish when you're ready to hang it up? When I'm ready to hang it up? Yes. I would have hoped to accomplish 
um, honoring all of my gifts, not just my gift of voice, but of uh, songwriting, book writing, producing, uh, mentoring. Um, as long as I've honored everything that God gave me, um, I'll be happy. I, I think that what I've done has brought me to um, a place of purpose, and the purpose in it is to also share, you know, my spirituality, what I believe in, and um, how it aided me through um, being in this business for over 40 years. And um, I think that's important. I think that we can get so caught up in, I'm not at a place of doing what I'm doing now because I'm trying to be a star or popularity or money. It's about honoring my gift and sharing it. I think that that's my responsibility. You know, God doesn't give you gifts and you, you don't do anything with them, you know, mm-hmm. or you you um, compromise yourself to, or you sell your soul or you, you know, dishonor yourself um, in trying to be whatever, you know, this culture will push you to be. I think, you know, it's about honoring God and honoring yourself and honoring your gifts. Mm. And I've done that. So I'm, I'm good right now. And I'm sure that I'll even be better at it. <laughs> before I leave here because I'll have more time to do more stuff. Absolutely. And we just want to say, you know, thank you so much for taking the time out to come onto this platform. Like I said, it is an honor to have, you know, a guest such as yourself with your pedigree, your experience, and, you know, just knowing so many people that you have worked with that we grew up listening to. I feel very privileged to have had this conversation with you, and I hope we get to have another conversation with you coming up in the near future. I hope so, too. You asked so many wonderful questions, very important questions for the listeners, and um, the young people aspiring to be in the business. So this is a great interview. I, I had a great time, and thank you for having me. Yeah, absolutely welcome, and thank you. And for everybody else out there that's tuned in and listening right now, I want you to keep it locked, because coming up next, we are going to premiere the brand-new single by Miss Lynn Davis called Can I Come Over? Up next here on the show, folks, so keep it locked and stay tuned. It's your boy Emilio Wegbar. I will be back with much more right after this. You're rocking with the hottest underground hip-hop and R&B show on this side of the net. This is Non-Stop Radio.
The non-stop radio show. Non-stop hip-hop. The hottest underground hip-hop and R&B show on this side of the net. Want to be heard on the non-stop radio show? Send us your submissions in MP3 format at Let's Network Musical.ly 212 at gmail.com. This is Non-Stop Radio. Need to boost your career? Looking for a radio booking agent or a publicist? How about a public and artist relations and development extraordinaire? Look no further. Globally, we got a writer and journalist, MJ Savino, representing MJ's Hip Hop Connects. Your one-stop shop for promotion, marketing, artist relations, and artist development. Contact us for a complete list of services, prices, and packages. Follow MJ's Hip Hop Connects on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and SoundCloud at MJ's Hip Hop Connects, and that's C-O-N-N-E-X. Serious inquiries only. The non-stop radio show. Non-stop hip-hop. The hottest underground hip-hop and R&B show on this side of the net. Yes, 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 ladies and gentlemen. That is our show for tonight. But I would like to say thank you first and foremost to each and every one of you beautiful people out there for taking the time out of your busy schedule to tune in here and rock out with yet another episode of the hottest hip-hop and R&B show this side of the net. I want to send a special thank you to tonight's special guest, the one and only Lynn Davis. Thank you so much for dropping by. It was truly an honor to have you come through here and bless this platform with your presence. We are definitely looking forward to that Lynn Davis from the Vault album, which is dropping early 2023. Be on the lookout for that. But meanwhile, be sure to go in. Get her brand new single, Can I Come Over, which is available now wherever you love to stream your music. Also want to say thank you to our sponsors over at RAPure.com. Want to say thank you to MJ's Hip Hop Connects and also to Blackfish Radio promo team. And for all of you artists out there that's looking to get your music featured here on this platform, send us your submissions in MP3 format only to Let's Network Musical.ly 212 at gmail.com. That is my time, ladies and gentlemen. I'm up out of here, but meanwhile, be safe be blessed in the next time y'all be good you heard Thanks. you're rocking with the hottest underground hip-hop and r&b show yeah. on this side of the net this is emilio whack bar turn me up just a little bit more yeah that's good yo i like the way this one feel right here check it it's past dusk and I'm lusting for your touch Girl, you're my favorite drug, I can never get enough uh, Feel the rush like syringe and veins The way I'm feeling for your love is kinda hard to explain uh, Girl, I want you like I never had you It's a quarter past two, we're a little past due Scrolling my phone, tinted to ring your number Do you want me like I want you? I gotta wonder Send up the breeze, reminiscing of your fragrance Candle lights and flowers, your favorite song playing Food on deck, the champagne on ice Let me take the edge off your day, let's do what you like Do what we do, as long as I can do it right We ain't gotta rush, girl, we can do it all night I got it bad for ya A body robbing bubble bath for ya And anything that make you happy, ya Damn shame, how I'm feeling for your touch Is it love or lust? And I can't seem to get enough Just the two of us You and me, no one else You're the only one I want I don't need no one else, uh. Damn scene, how I'm feeling for your touch Is it love or lust? And I can't seem to get enough Just the two of us You and me, no one else You're the only one I want I don't need no one else, uh
Yeah. For promotional use only. From within coming soon. Emilio Wagbar. Yo. We just gonna let this one ride out right here. The non-stop radio show. Non-stop hip-hop. The hottest underground hip-hop and R&B show on this yeah. side of the net. <laughs> 